Welcome to the pearly gates, my child. Oh, man. Is this where I'm going to be judged? In a way, yes. And now boils down to a simple multiple choice question. What happened to my actions and decisions in life having meaning? We uh, blew most of our budget this year on making heaven and hell look really good. We've had to skimp a bit on record keeping. Oh, okay. Here is your questionnaire. Let's see. Pick one of these three statements. I like to hug puppies. I like to kick puppies. I am indifferent to puppies. Well, go ahead. Pick one. Um, I guess I like hugging puppies. Excellent choice. Heaven awaits you. Yay. Um, St. Peter, I feel like this new system is a bit flawed. Think of it like having to do a self-evaluation at work. Most people are honest when it boils down to it. Well, I hope that uh, honesty doesn't come back to bite us in the ass. You know, Henry Kissinger just died, and he's going through processing. Well, shit. Uh, Want me to get some whiteout and make a, you know, special quiz just for him? No, it is a list of war crimes. Trust me, he kicks field goals with puppies. Hey, baby, hear the game. Call in, backlogs, row in, and a long Mercy. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Off he gamers. Kev will set you straight. <laughs> but Matt don't know what to do with those saga games or FFA. He's playing again. Neptunia games all over this place. What is a boy to do? Hello and welcome to RPG Backtrack, your regular deep dive into your favorite RPGs. We are a production of RPGamer.com, bringing you such fine podcasts like RPG Cast, your weekly news show, Q&A Quest, your weekly RPG feedback show, show, and we are your bi-weekly nostalgia show. I am your host, Kelly Ryan, and with, with me as always, preparing for a cruise uh, by podcast partner in crime, the Lucifer to my Gabriel, Mr. Matt Mason. At least I wasn't like Henry kissing her to Nixon. <laughs> oh, jeez. Timely. Timely. Although, you just called me the devil, so, you know, whatever. It's fine. Eh, eh, it's fine. I, I've been known to dabble. I couldn't <laughs> remember any of the characters in the game we were talking about, so I improvised. <laughs> Says a lot about how I feel about this game. You've got a lot of prep for tonight, I see. Uh, j- joining me, we've got Michael Wheels Apps. Chaotic Neutral podcast host checking in. And Ryan McCarthy. And I'm the obligatory chaos line guest. Um, True neutral host here. We are talking Shin Megami Tensei 5. And I have uh, neutral as well without playing. Yeah, Yeah, since you haven't played it, so you have no opinion. (laughs) Um, I have a feeling it might be a little bit of a bit of a divisive podcast. This game uh, hurt me. Oh, okay. So oh, you're on my side. Oh, oh, I love it. It did not love me back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be interesting. Um, what, just, what about you, just Ryan? Why it didn't finish? I didn't finish it. F way. <laughs> I. Yeah, I'm like. So this is the. Is this like the. I think this is the first mainline SMT I finished, and. Uh, I'm, Mixed, I'm going to say. Mixed, yeah. Um, th- that's how I felt after rolling credits. 
um, we, uh, I don't want to burn too much material for the show for the intro, but this is the last show of 2023. Woohoo! Woo! Um, so next week is going to be our planning session for the next year. So no show. Um, sorry, next next two weeks is our planning session after, after Christmas and everybody gets back from vacation and all of that. And then uh, we'll be kicking off the year with our 300th episode. We're going to do a little throwback to our first episode. Oh, the, uh, the very first episode? Episode one. Wow. That, that's that been, what, 14 years? Something like that. It's it's more than 10. <laughs> After 10, you just lose track, whatever. Yeah. Um, something that got a, a re-release very recently that I will hopefully be able to get through before we uh, dive into the new year. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how recently you've played it, but it's not very long. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. interesting. Well, yes. a- according to my timer, I put around seventy hours into SMT Five. So, c- kind of the opposite yeah. of that. L- long game, yeah. Nintendo exclusive. Kind of had very mixed feelings. Um, we're going to have a brief musical interlude with some beautiful music from the game. That was one thing that didn't suck was the soundtrack. I was listening to that er- earlier to pick out some songs, and man, those songs rock. But um, we'll, we'll be right back after a brief musical interlude and get into the main event. RPG Backtrack, where we're going to dive into Shimigami Tensei 5, released on November 11th, 2021, worldwide. The first official uh, mainline SMT worldwide release, which was awesome at the time. Uh, I forgot that this was announced in January 2017 as like one of the first things that they announced for the Switch. I forgot that too. Was that part of that big like showcase? Yeah. A few months before the Switch came out? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember a lot of the trailers were in Japanese and my husband was, uh, we were watching the trailer and my husband was just kind of like nodding along and he goes, wait, you can't, you can't understand this, can you? I'm like, nope. Um, But thankfully I'm such a nerd that I recognize the logo for SMT5. And then it kind of just dropped off the face of the earth for several years. Mm. And then slowly started ramping up at around uh, 2020 and then obviously released on November 11th. Um, first time Atlas used the Unreal Engine, which is kind of interesting. They apparently had to completely re- rethink how they programmed the demons and stuff like that. So a lot of the demons got uh, upgrades and slight redesigns, which is kind of neat. Um, unfortunately, because they were kind of learning a new engine, they apparently also had to rewrite the story several times. Kind of shows. Yeah. No, even uh-huh. I haven't. I haven't beaten this, but well, I can tell that the story is. I mean, not great. <laughs> to be fair, 
I mean, to be fair, Persona Five also had a uh, very obvious was very obviously also rewritten constantly, but uh, it wasn't obvious to me. Well, I mean, well, it's not you, like uh, I got but, opinions about Persona Five, but we won't get into them here. Then again, I, I only played through Royal. I never played the original version, so I don't know if yeah, some uh, of that stuff was cleaned up. I know, um, maybe, maybe I don't know. Um, so, so you're p- playing as a, a high school student, and you accidentally get transported to post-apocalyptic Tokyo called Dot. I, I kept, hearing, yeah. I kept hearing it as yeah. Dot, as in Dot. Uh, yeah, or probably I don't know. And you combined with a godlike being called Ag- Aogami. Aogami. And you fuse and become the Nahobino. 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 Uh, you're neither demon nor human, but more of a deity. And according to some of the lore video I watched, or lore videos I watched, I guess Nahobinos are demons that obtain the knowledge from the tree of knowledge. Huh. Well, most There's, importantly, is the hair. Yeah, the, the, the hair rocks. <laughs> The, the fabulous hair that, that flows in the wind as you're running around the overworld, and then the floppy lightsaber. I feel like I a, you... a lot of that character was someone playing around with the other <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you guys noticed that when they uh, break out their sword, it kind of has a little bit of a flop to it. Yeah. Which kind of looks neat, but also weird. Um, huh. And then I, I, I'd sum up the rest of the story, but I don't want to spoil it for wheels. Uh, but I don't my mind. God, it, <laughs> it's just, it goes all over the place. I, I mean, I could tell already, like, just like when it starts and you go to this weird Tokyo, it's like, oh, cool. I would like a game just in this. And then you go back and I'm just like, well, what, what are you, what are you doing? What, <laughs> what? There's a there's a copy of Tokyo. What the? Why would you do this? <laughs> From what I understand, <sighs> the real Tokyo is the destroyed one, and the the one that's intact, the one that has the high school, is an illusion. Yeah, uh, it's it's. Uh, I mean, listen, I like I like weird SMT. This is like kind of stupid weird. <laughs> Oh, it, it doesn't help that my view of the game is kind of tainted by a fresh playthrough of Nocturne because, surprise of surprises, they released Nocturne earlier in the year as yeah. an HD remaster to kind of remind people of what SMT is like. And a lot of the analysis videos I watched this week said that, you know, it's very clear that they're trying to ape what Nocturne did as far as story, but did not stick the landing near as much because... There isn't a lot of interaction with the uh, clear law and chaos champions. Um, crap! I closed the window. I had their names: uh, the baseball baseball cap guy and the chick. Yeah. <laughs> it goes to show how memorable they are because I can't even remember I mean, their names. I thought, I thought that I thought that fucking other one guy was the. I don't know. Oh, the the one that had the dog is their demon uh, yeah i think that's him that was interesting in doing my research for the show because that guy was originally supposed to be the the main protagonist wait really yeah huh. and it it was also pointed out that the uh canine companion that was with him was supposed to be um have a much more a much higher role that you were originally supposed to get him as a mount to run around with um kind of invoking cerberus from the first two smt games 
And it just, nothing ever really came from it. And I, I, I thought that that was kind of disappointing. Yeah, yeah, um, Yuzuru Atsuda it was supposed to be, originally supposed to be the main protagonist. And the demon partner was uh, Haya Yato, um, basically just a one-headed Cerberus, if that makes any sense. And, <laughs> I mean, did you guys ever notice that there was a lot of characters on the box art that really didn't do much in the game? Yes. <laughs> 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 well, I didn't realize that that main, that main protagonist guy was a chaos alignment. Um, there's I- Ichiro Dazai, the uh, baseball hat guy. He is the law-aligned kid, the, the one that kind of initially freaks out over the demons and stuff and then ends up pairing with one of the angels. Um, I-, I thought that he was going to be kind of a Yosuke and never really did anything. And then uh, Shohei y- Yakumo, the girl. Um, yeah. No, wait, no, I'm Yakumo, sorry. No, Yakumo's the... That, that, uh, sorry, one. my bad. Um, yeah, that, he was the one that was in kind of the soldier outfit that had Nua as the partner. So then who was the girl? Uh, the, I, the, the, I think she was like... Uh, she, I don't... Ta- Tayo Iso no Kami. She, um, well, I, I was about to say that, and then I forgot that Wheels hadn't finished the game. Uh, she, she has an interesting transformation. It's okay. You can, you can listen. I'm going to finish this game eventually because I don't completely hate it. Yeah. I don't care um, about the story. You can I, spoil. Go ahead. I, <laughs> if I remember correctly, I believe she dies and then comes back as a goddess. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I'm going to get to the gameplay a little bit because it kind of ties with the story. The gameplay is really fun because it's a massive open world mm-hmm. that has demons running around and is filled with side quests and th- things to find and explore. And part of the reason why I felt like the story was so weak is because I spent so much time in, in the overworld running around doing stuff that it'd be like, eh, I guess I need to progress the story. And then I progressed the story and felt like it was just kind of a waste of time. Well, I think... Uh, well, I thought, I kind of wonder if the if 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 the open world, openish world, kind of, well, the story just felt weirdly, the pacing just felt weird because because it had because of the open world stuff, dish stuff. You know, I feel I feel like the story needed to be lighter and just stay out of the way. Like one of the things I like about it's, Nocturne is, like. It, you 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 kind it kind of gets out of the way and you're just wandering around this wasteland most of the time and it, when story things happen it feels important and doesn't necessarily feel like this is getting in the way of me doing things yeah but, like whereas here it feels like if I'm doing story things I'm not anywhere near the cool open world this sucks <laughs> yeah um Ryan you wanted to say something uh, yeah I think it needs uh, like I don't know it's sh- I feel like it either needed to be, I don't know if it needed to be either more minimalist than it was, or or if it needed to be more fleshed out. I, mm. A little column A, a little column B. Yeah. Well, like an, an example I'm thinking of, when it got to the high school arc, did you guys think that, that it was going full persona and you was going to be going and rescuing kids from demons for the rest of the game? Uh no. <laughs> no, okay. No, I see. My, I do have a specific problem with that arc because I felt like that the whole thing with that what that one bully girl was gonna actually go somewhere and then 
up and she just fucking dies unceremoniously and and then it just feel it doesn't feel like it mattered yeah and then i think the arc after that is when you go to the diet building which is kind of the angels um headquarters and then from there it just kind of leads up to a final dungeon and then (laughs) but my biggest problem with the game the thing that if i would have been reviewing it would have taken it to like a five out of ten instead of the six or seven was choosing basically choosing which ending you wanted yeah i mean i don't know what yeah i really do not know what they were going for with that like because it's like so like you have like so you have these dialogue options that give you like points to these alignments but then but then you can just choose whatever it's weird that's lame um like is this how like i assume the other ones don't don't work exactly like this oh hell no um i i just so you know, I, I've played every single mainline SMT game. The two Super Nintendo ones, you pretty much had to have a guide open the whole time and be careful which demons you recruited. Um, because you could, if you were law-aligned, you couldn't recruit chaos-aligned demons and vice versa. And pretty much everything you said put you in one pot or the other. And you, to get a neutral ending, you really had to work at it. Um, s- same with SMT2. Um, Nocturne, on the other hand, it mostly depended on what choices you made with who you talked to during various cutscenes, mm. um, and also whether or not you did the optional dungeon. Because mm-hmm. on my playthrough, uh, or my recent playthrough of Nocturne, I got the tr- true demon ending. Uh, so I, re- I recruited Dante, which is cool. Nice. And then, uh, <laughs> Dante Devil May Cry. Yeah, I I put that sticker on the. I I actually printed out a featuring Dante from Devil May Cry sticker and put it on the box, um, just because I felt like it needed that. But anyway, um, I also I'm also glad that we live in a modern time where there's better save points and stuff like that because my game crashed three times while I was trying to beat Oof. Nocturne. <laughs> and if it would have been the old version, the old PS2 version, oh my god, I would, I probably would have <clears throat> broken the controller. Because uh, I'd, I'd beaten the PS2 version and th- that game was hard as balls. And because I wasn't following a guide, I got the neutral ending and missed out on content, like a good chunk of in-game content because of it, because the game just ended. And at the time, I really didn't like Persona or Nocturne because of it. Mm. And then, you know, the most recent playthrough, I kind of changed my mind on Nocturne. It helped that it had an easy difficulty. Um, so I didn't wasn't, you know, tearing my hair out like I was the PS2 version. But, um, you, you know, you, you have these friends that you talk to that are clearly going either law or chaos. And I, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of go with my heart with choices. Same. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of I just choose whatever felt, feels right to me. So the, the whole ending just boiling down to a multiple choice question just 
did not sit right with me. Mm. And I I understand that that they, well, they either ran out of time and couldn't really t- tear uh, pull together that system, or they wanted it to be easier so that people wouldn't have to con- consult a guide. I, yeah, I think I think a friend of mine. I think I knew I saw someone mention how it it really felt like they need, it needed like another year in the oven. Mm-hmm. Probably would have helped. Either that or the entire writing team went to go work on that new Atlas game that's coming out. Uh, I felt like I think I'm pretty sure that those weren't the same like writing teams anyway. So I, I know I'm I'm joking. Um, and it just it really tainted my opinion on the game. I I had a conniption fit when I was on RPG Cast when I finished this. I, I was so upset. And I was having so much fun up until that point because run, running around the open world is awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like they have a, the template here to make a really good, really, really good SMT six if they learn the the right lessons from this game. Because the whole open world aspects were great, and if they can clean some things up there and you know obviously deliver a much better story, I think that the next mainline SMT game could be something amazing so um one of the bigger controversies that was going on with this game at the time was uh because it was one of the first really truly mainstream smts that we got um because i mean nocturne technically was the first one mainline one that we got in the u.s but that was niche back then um this time around uh, a lot of people who don't know the history of the series were basically comparing it to Persona 5 which mm. as as oh, we know this now yeah, yeah cuz as we know the you know, Persona 5 is a spin-off not the other way around but a lot of people don't know that if they're not a super fan of the series like we are and this just infuriating super fans of the series um for, for me it's like uh, guys you're splitting hairs you know and you're kind of biting the hand that feeds because i i find that and i'm not i don't think any of us are like this, but a lot of mainline smt fans don't like persona they they think it's very dumbed down i don't understand that i i, I don't understand I mean, that either well i mean at least at least we're taking on its own merits not like not get mad it's not literally the same thing yeah oh i know um but it's kind of biting the hand that feeds a little bit because if persona wasn't as crazy popular as it was in the u.s then we wouldn't be getting mainline smts yeah and i i mean i i understand you know wanting atlas to acknowledge more not only older smt games like one and two but also older persona games like one and two yeah but i'm fine if they ignore persona one The the PSP version is the one. Even that one. (laughs) Even that one. Yes. (laughs) Um, But like this being a a console title after the last two last three mainline games were on the the 3DS um, between Strange Journey and the two SMT fours. You know, just being a console. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a big Journey deal. So much. I, oh, you love Strange Journey? I absolutely adore Strange Journey. We, we might have to put that on the short list for next year because I I'm due for another playthrough of that because I I feel like that's the true SMT four. Mm, uh, well, I can't agree with you there because I also love <laughs> SMT four. Yeah. Uh, I, 
I, I like SMT4. I've, I've got my problems with it, not nearly as bad as my problems with mm. 5. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, but... a Strange Journey should have been a mainline title for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really want to see them do something like that with the series again and just go to some bizarre other dimension in a black hole. It's so freaking cool. Uh, first person dungeons. It doesn't even have to be a first, like do an open, do that same kind of thing with in this open world engine. How cool would that be? Oh, I mean, all these weird esoteric worlds. Oh God. So cool. Um, yeah. Uh, can, before I forget it, can I just bring up that, for the love of God, can we get rid of the Tokyo map with the tiny little, like, paper doll figure moving around? Oh, yeah. Like, it looked, it's looked dumb since, like, the PS2 era. <laughs> Where did that crop up in this one? Was it the map? Uh, yeah, like, the... Uh, it's, it's in t- when you're in, when you're in the uh, Tokyo, uh, whatever the... You're the, the the Tokyo simulation thing. I don't know what. what okay, when when yeah. you're in mainline Tokyo, the the, the real well, not yes. the, or the modern world. I don't know if it was just there to be a throwback or something, but it just, it, it just it it's probably considered. Bad. It's I I think it's. I don't know. I don't mind it though. I don't. I honestly don't mind it. Because, I don't know. I'm just. I mean, I'm with wheels. I'm kind of sick of that aesthetic, but I understand why they do it because they're trying to ev- evoke classic SMT. Same with, um, you know, the classic music being in there. And uh, I don't know if when they would sh- they showed that the basically the save point from mess from Nocturne in this game. You know, the the, the big drum thing that spins. Oh, oh, I can't oh, think yeah, of the name thing. of it. That thing. Yeah. Um, because when they showed both of those things, they were like, oh, neat. And then nothing ever really came of that. Um, like, like a lot of the stuff in the game. But um, getting back to the Persona comparisons. Now, I, I understand why people were comparing it to Persona. Mainly because I reviewers probably got to that high school arc and was like, oh, well, this is where we're going with this. At least that's what I thought. And then that kind of t- turning out to be completely different. Um but yeah, so let's talk about the exploration for a little bit. Um, yes, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so, did you guys find all of the little skull head guys? Uh, the the memes? Yeah. yeah. No, uh, no, I actually, I, I don't think I found. I think I found all of them in the first three areas, but then I just kind of. I th- I didn't find them all in the la- in Taito because I th- I think I was just kind of like uh, I just want to finish this already. Um, I think I I did it for a bit and then kind of uh, I forget how far I got, but at some point I I stopped searching. Some, some of them are kind of a bitch to get to, um, especially when you get the ability to see them on your mini map later on. Because I I remember being very stuck in an area where it seemed like it was going to be at the top of a building, but then after like hours and hours of climbing and then finally giving it up, giving up and looking it up on. Uh, game facts and it's like oh it's not even in that spot it's somewhere over here um a little bit frustrating i i also liked the the miracle system which was basically like your uh skill tree and smt4 yeah that was pretty cool Mm. i mean Um, really a lot about the battle system in general i think is mm. one of the highlights of this game especially Mm -hmm. like the the enemies some of them have like 
really cool designs and animations. Yes. I, I think this is one of the best battle systems that SMT has oh, had. Oh, for sure. Um, Everything is so flashy and beautiful, and you could tell that they put a lot of effort into really yeah. making the, the demons just kind of pop yep. on the screen. They're they're yeah. not just you know sh- shaking when they attack; they actually have this visceral attacks. Um, I, I think yeah. when I booted up my save file, well, I guess it was twelve de- Was it twelve demons that you could have in the original games? I just remember having a lot of freaking demons when I booted up my save file. Mm. <laughs> put it that way. Because I had I had expanded all of that and um, a nice little change from the older titles. Uh, all of your demons get experience, even if they're not fight, yes. actively fighting. Yes, Which, that's oh, that's a long time coming and very very nice yeah. to have. Yeah, um, I I'm glad as as balls hard as SMT claims to be that they weren't were basically still trying to modernize the game in a yes. way. That isn't tedious. Yes, and speaking of balls hard, this game, I started on a hard, and even when I bumped it down to normal, some of the early bosses were just obliterating me. No matter yeah. how much I bash me. Yeah, I think I think that one that one fight at, at the end of the first first section was yeah, is definitely a bit. It's way yeah. too hard. Yeah, because I think I think it's because you're you're because you're not you're not is like has the, that one weakness and she and it, it uses that attack. Um, well, I, I'm not gonna lie. I played this on safety mode because that's fine. I, that's fine. <laughs> no, uh, I played on normal I'm gonna, because because I'm I'm fucking like no, I'm fucking doing the intended difficulty. Um, if if I go through another playthrough. I'm probably gonna bump it up to easy because um, our our reviewer uh, Jervon. Um, well, well, one you had to download safety mode; it didn't come default with the game, so uh-huh. he his his lowest difficulty was easy, and he said that he even he struggled, um, and it kind of hit a brick wall in the middle of the game on easy, and I just I mean literally easy street the whole way through. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I I didn't have any problems yeah. at all, and I and. I, 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 was oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I actually played. I played the whole thing on normal, but I like. I actually like. I was having difficulty with an in-game boss, so I actually like. I kind of experimented, and I just switched it to easy, and then it was like this might as well just be the the, the press A to win button, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then. Then easy was like only like marginally easier than normal. So yeah, I I finished the whole thing on normal for the record. I mean, if, if you want any idea of how how stupidly easy safety boat is, um, that one quest where you're fighting the four uh the four creatures of, of the yeah, ch- yeah the, oh yeah that know. that one yeah and i then, know that one and then at the end you're fighting the dragon i was mm. like 20 levels below that thing and managed to cheese that fight oh jeez yeah yeah um so i i feel like i i might have blown through the game a little bit too fast uh playing it on safety and that's kind kind of part of the reason why i felt a little bit cheated um so if i do ever do another playthrough again i'm probably going to do it on um bump up the difficulty a little bit i mean you you got new game plus and you can just like you you can just try to do the stuff to get that that uh that uh, that's the secret hidden ending yeah at the time i didn't know that there was a secret ending 
yeah, I actually looked up what the secret ending was, and it's like, uh, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, it it seemed just as confusing as the other endings, to be honest. Yeah, it's just, why would you end it like that? I don't, I don't, and it's so weird, because it's like, oh, we're going to fucking, like, do a genocide. What, what the hell? I don't know. Atlas gonna Atlas or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I mean, at the end of the day, I enjoyed my time with the game. All things, all things considered, because the gameplay is extremely mm. fun. Um, when it's not getting in, in its own way, it's an abs- absolute blast. But like, I mean, even the things I enjoy, like the battle system and exploring, were hampered by, I think, a difficulty balance that wasn't great like generally i i my metric for judging how well balanced a a game is is if you can wreck everything else around you that you use to grind and you go and fight a boss and get like curb stomped something's wrong yeah (laughs) yeah the difficulty is interesting here because i think i would i think there would i think the first few areas there'd be a thing where it's like Okay, it's a full hard, and then it gets a, a little bit more manageable as you level up, and and then and yeah, the yeah, bo- the, some of the bosses kind of get ridiculous later on. Yeah. Did you guys have trouble unlocking all of the map stuff because you have to fight a mini boss to um, expose the map? I the, that that last one in in Taito, I cannot do because the fucking demons were like level ninety not like in the like late nineties. I didn't have too much trouble with the ones I fought. It was really some of the story bosses that just yeah yeah. Because <laughs> because I mean th- those bosses looked pretty hard, and I I I would that would drive me crazy not being able to unlock the whole map because I'm stuck on a boss. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Also, Atlas, if you're going to do an open world game, can you not have platforming? Uh, I like platforming. I, I, I didn't mind the platforming. Some of the platforming really got on my nerves, um, especially towards the end where you were in kind of those giant areas that had cubes. Hmm. If you guys remember, if I didn't get to Cubeville, this sounds okay. This sounds like, fun. You mean Taito? Is that it? Yeah. Uh, okay, so surprisingly, my my issue. If I had an issue with Taito, it's not that, but just the just the fact that like you just. I swear, I felt like that's the most. I swear, that's that felt like the most. I don't know what. I, I the game started to lose me a bit when I got to that area because because it's just like. Okay, so you need three keys, but then you have to fight these three, like, level 72 two bosses, and you're like... So you have to basically, like, find a way to level up your, your party. Yeah. I gotta say, those fucking items where that, like, allow you to, like, just make sure you're... You, you, you have enough experience points to get another level were pretty helpful for me here. Mm-hmm. Um, also, full disclosure, I bought the DLC that lets you grind those uh, those teardrop-looking things that I can't pronounce um, to, to get you boosts. Uh, yeah, from money and experience. Yeah, I, I didn't. Ha- I didn't get. I didn't. I didn't have the DLC. So yeah, um, I, I just want. I know, and understandably, some people uh, took issue with that. I, I, I buy it sometimes just because I hate grinding, and I'm happy to pay. <laughs> two bucks to alleviate it 
<laughs> even even in a fun battle system like this, I get yeah, I get so bogged down with grinding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, that's that's what I mean when I say it kind of started to lose me in Taito. Um, another thing that I just remember, did it bother you guys that there there was only like depending on who you ask, two or three dungeons in the entire game? I mean, uh, it doesn't bother me. I mean, well, I mean, I, to be fair, those those dungeons were weren't the best. No, um, one of them was so bad that they had to patch in uh something with the fans to make those puzzles a lot easier to get through. And I'm still kind of annoyed by that. Yeah. I mean, it's nice that they can acknowledge and, that they made a mistake in making traversal of that way too it's, difficult. But it's like, why didn't you play test that beforehand? <laughs> and I'm like, cool with the, the, those kind of puzzle things. Like, like cool. Like some gameplay variety here. And, and then the second dungeon yeah, where they had that, kind of the time stop mechanic that was kind of neat. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. I just I, I like the the dungeons in Nocturne. Um, well, I imagine the dungeons. So I think the the problem with the dungeons is that they feel they feel like they don't work well with when with the symbol encounters. I don't know. Like I feel like some of the mazy, like the that second dungeon is kind of mazy, and it has those like weird dead ends that don't really have a, a purpose. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like that works when you have like random encounters, and, and you're worried about like making, and you're worried about like, oh, am I gonna have my resources? And uh, will I have enough resources to get through this? Like that's kind of the point of that kind of design. But uh, you know, modern modern RPGs generally generally kind of go away with that anyway. So hmm. uh, I don't know. I I guess it is hair-pullingly frustrating as some of those uh, Nocturne dungeons were at the same time, I felt like that they at least had a variety of stuff to get through and it, that they were kind of challenging um, yeah. versus these dungeons where they, were, they weren't challenging. Well, the mm-hmm. fan one was just frustrating and, and the uh, time, time stop one was pr- pretty decent, but then it, it felt like it was over as soon as it got to that mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and I remember a lot of people complaining about the lack of dungeons. Yeah, I I wouldn't have minded more. It's weird. I don't know. It's weird because I I actually wouldn't mind more. I, I wouldn't like, mind more. And yeah, like that's I, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, go go ahead. I, I don't know. I, 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 I wouldn't mind more, and I wouldn't mind a couple of optional ones. Uh, yeah. to go through. Just because you know you've got that big open world, but really there's. Not a lot of stuff in it, other yeah. than set pieces. And like it's, I think it's kind of fun to run around in for a, a bit. But like, but like you, you know, like at least pace it up, like break it up a bit. Like, yeah, I could see that. I mean, but like to to put a comparison to Strange Journey, I don't know. Did, did I know that you played Strange Journey Wheels? Did you play Strange Journey, Ryan? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, um, Strange Journey had an optional dungeon that you could do that gave you a lot of cool stuff if you did it and something like that to kind of break up the monotony would have been nice in this game mm-hmm. you know so, something that you can kind of go back to, to to work on as you get further and further through the game because that was the thing is that you would kind of hit a stopping point and then do a story section and then all of a sudden a new section of the optional dungeon in Strange Journey would, would open up mm-hmm. and I don't know about you guys but I like stuff like that because it gives me more of a reason to explore. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, something like that would have been cool. I mean, that's that's kind of why the Persona games work so well is because you have such a good mix of things to do mm-hmm. that kind of nothing really, like, nothing really is there for too long for the most part. You always can do du- time in dungeons, time doing other activities, and talking to characters and stuff like that. It just yeah, it, it feels like this game could have used some I something I don't know what just something else. <laughs> That's why I was sort of proposing an optional dungeon to go through. Yeah, that, just to, that I don't know. Cool. Give me more to look forward to, I guess. Yeah, Gugs, maybe <laughs> find put some demons in there that you can only get there. Yeah. Uh, other kinds of loot. Oh. Or heck, yeah, this is it's all popular now. Add like a roguelike thing you can do, like oh, a yeah. roguelike dungeon. Oh, that would be cool. I can't imagine how punishing that difficulty would be that if they <laughs> did that. But as long as you got to keep what you uh, got, either for money or um, new demons or what have you. Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Like, pick a starter demon, go through, and then maybe at the end you get to keep one demon or something. Yeah. Um, I I did appreciate very much the um, level of customization that you could do with the demons this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just just booting up my save file and seeing well what demons I got. It's like man, I I don't know what I did, but all these guys have like at least one almighty attack and a bunch of high level uh, heals and elementals and man, I I really made some awesome demons in this. Mm, yeah. Of course, I, I, I also like like to um, gr- grind up a lot of money and really play around with the Demon Compendium and uh, these type of games, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting because, like, I feel like the game, like, does a good job of, like, of, like, okay, so I'm having trouble with, I'm having a little trouble with this boss. I wonder if I, sh- if I should sweat, if I should, like, make sure, like, make sure, like, okay, so, like, Okay, so the the demons in here are doing these attacks. So, which of my demons can either block it or have resistance to it, and make sh- and also make sure to like adjust the fuck the weaknesses of my Nahobino so I can like so I can so I can easier so I have an easier time fighting them. Do you, do you go for an all magic build or a physical build? I think I I think I do. I I definitely leaned more towards physical, but I I definitely did I did make sure some magic was doable. Because lo- yeah, looking I, at looking at my stats, I <laughs> I, I kept all pretty much all the stats balanced. Um, everything was kind of hovering yeah. around the seventies. Yeah, I, I wasn't like it's not like I was completely ignoring any of the stats, but I was definitely like making sure like my like physical and vitality were were good. The strength and vitality. Yeah. Um, See, what else can we talk about that we haven't covered yet? Um, I, I mentioned the music. Um, has a great soundtrack Mm. yeah yeah music's cool um lots of really haunting chilling tunes chilly tunes for running around the open world but then the battle themes just rock so hard Mm -hmm. um as as a longtime fan it kind of made me smile hearing the the theme the theme that would kind of kick in when the uh when you would do your selection and start fighting um that that's something that came from the older games yeah that was cool that's actually cool like where you have this like relatively calming sound when you're when you just start out and then then when you then when you start attacking them that the, the attacks are having then it kicks in yeah that's cool. it, it really is neat um 
did we get into some of the environments that you go through? I mean, it's all pretty much ruined Tokyo. Uh, but some some of the spots are nicer than others. Like the the area where the ferries are ha- has a lot more plant life. Mm-hmm. Um, m- massive ruined buildings to climb. Yeah. Of course, go- going back to this after Tears of the Kingdom might be a little hard to do. <laughs> now that I think about it. Uh-huh. I've, I found that true for a lot of open world things. It's like, why can't I climb, climb this wall? Let me climb this wall. <laughs> I, I actually kind of love that kind of navigation challenge where you're like, okay, I can't just climb this shit. So I have to like figure out where, how to, how to go. Cause I just, that I, I think that actually makes exploration really interesting where you can't just like, Oh, I can't just climb everything. Uh, yeah. That, that's how that Elden Ring kind of felt. Yeah. And the top bad game I have not played, Archie's the Kingdom either. Um, oh. I I know this is a, isn't an Elden Ring show, but when I played th- I played that that year, mm-hmm. and it was like, wow, that game is so good. I can't really get into anything else right now. Um, yeah, it it didn't help that I was trying to play Witch of the Hundred Night for backtrack like right mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 You know, that's like going from a five-star restaurant to lunch at McDonald's. Yeah, I think I felt that when I when I played uh, Live Alive, because then because then other games just felt weaker for some reason. Yeah, I'm I'm having that problem this year too. I could I have not played a ton of Elden Ring. It's mostly because I was playing a lot of Dark Souls before it mm-hmm. to get ready for it. By the time it came out, I was kind of burnt out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, not the I, first i i'm no stranger to that yeah yeah uh, but yeah <laughs> i yeah. i gotta admit elden ring being such an excellent open world game made it kind of hard to enjoy other other open world games as much that year um it, it didn't help that when sunbreak came out that one of the first things i did did when uh i got back on my palamute was tried to double jump and launched off of the palamute in fight <laughs> <laughs> oh I think that's a sign that we might be done talking about SMT5. Yeah. Because um, I don't think we really have that. I mean, unless you guys have, have much more to talk about. I mean, uh, we said a lot of negative things about this game. I, I still feel like I, I would no, tell people to play this. I, I would tell people that that'd be worth playing depending on what they were looking for. Like, yeah. like if you want, like if you just want like exploration and combat, this is, you could do a lot worse. If you're looking for story, uh, eh, hmm. yeah, eh. look, I, I'm not gonna lie. If and look, and look, the the whole like the whole like demons and angels sub thing is totally like my bag, but this is not it for me. Um, if Atlas tomorrow announced a um SMT five director's cut where somebody went in and completely cleaned up the story and kind of rebalanced some of the fights and you know um I'm, basically persona 5 royal it i would i would pre-order yeah. it the second see, it got announced see i'd understand that but also i rather they just i rather they just learn from this and when they make smt sense yeah no, yeah, no. I mean that—that's completely understandable. I'm sure, I'm sure people would have a conniption fit if they, if they did what I suggested because it's like, why didn't you release it good that good in the first place? Well, I mean, yeah. it's, ga- game it's, development's hard. Yeah, at some yeah, point, I, at I, some I, point, you have to ship. Like, yeah, I feel like people. These people are always just... like, "Why? Why didn't you just like spend another year?" It's like, at some point, you gotta like, ship the thing. You know, you know, 
and I'm not, not way too aware of how crunch happens with the, these games. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. I read that they just, I read they just shit this shit. Yeah, I, I mean, look, look at um, yeah, you know, this this game to me reminds me a lot of some of uh, Atlas's like 3DS and DS era games because they released a lot of weird things, uh, but a lot of them were pretty cool and. Like several of their games, they re-released on 3DS with lots of nice updates, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing to do. Like, since and, a lot of games just come out and they just they have issues, it's I, 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 I am totally fine with like updated releases that give us a better version of a game that had a lot of promise. Like this game has a lot of promise if they they did a real real release that it could be really really good yeah i mean there could be mixed blessings with some of that though like yeah yeah like you have like uh, like kingdom hearts 2 final remix which like we have that like we they actually added the that fucking fight with (laughs) frogster And it's like, how, it's hard to believe this wasn't in the original Kingdom Hearts 2. This 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 doesn't feel tight. This feels like it should have been there all along. Um, and what one of the reasons why I think about doing like a, an enhanced re-release is because this is still a Switch exclusive. Um, yeah. What two years later? I could see them doing an enhanced port for the other two systems and wanting to, I, I don't know, maybe maybe entice new new players into getting into it and f- fixing some of the stuff since, you know, they could have heard through the grapevine that the story sucked. Um, yeah, and I mean, it, before, you know, Switch, Switch fans freak out, that's kind of the thing they could release on everything, not just mm-hmm. port it to the other ones and give them all the updates. Now, that's the thing they did with Dragon Quest XI, for example. Yeah. Uh, plus, I, I want to see this kind of run on hardware that isn't held together with duct tape. Um, eh, because supposedly that was part of the issue, was that they, they really had trouble with the hardware. I mean, that, that always annoys me, because you look at anything Nintendo makes, and a lot of it's just absolutely beautiful and runs great. Like... Uh, yeah. I I don't understand. Yeah, I think I remember like yeah, I think people were, were like I think there was yeah, uh, go on wheels. Uh, well, I'm just saying like if you develop a game for the system, it's fine. It looks great, it can run great. It 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 just boggles my mind when a system exclusive has any sort of issues. Like I, I don't remember anything specific to this game, but that was something well, that drove me I, nuts. I know, like I the second people... Hyrule Warriors, like you, you you your assignment was to make this for one system. Why does this feel like a port <laughs> from some other system? Like I, I understand it's old hardware. If you design your game for that older hardware, you're not going to have any issues. That I've seen plenty. Well, there's tons, tons of Unreal Engine games that run beautifully on the Switch. An, an example? Uh, you have an example? I'm, like, to think. <laughs> well, I'm having well, a hard time uh, remembering well, if Octopath well, ran on Unity or that, this. That great, but I can't think of any. Oh, no, no. I think I, uh, I think Octopath might be Unreal. Yeah, I, Octopath's sure. Unreal. It's Unreal. Unreal Switch games. Uh, you, okay, you do that and it comes up with a bunch of stuff. Uh, uh, Yoshi's Crafted World. But, I mean, you have, you have Borderlands 3 can run on Switch above 30 frames a second. Like, come on. <laughs> I, I feel, I, I just feel, I feel like the hardware gets blamed too much and the developers 
get away scot-free i mean uh pokemon scarlet and violet dragon like, quest 11 is one yeah that that game runs so good that's such a beautiful yeah. game on switch yeah i heard that one runs good it's so good but, but no you're you're right P- people like to blame the hardware and yeah sometimes the, the, these games just try to do way too much like i remember hearing bayonetta 3 had had issues like that i don't think so uh yeah, I heard people. Yeah, I read reviews that said it was like like it had frame rate issues. It's maybe uh, like it chugs really hard. I haven't seen it. <laughs> well, and well, yeah, bear, I'm just going to say. Um, bear in mind, I'm so oblivious that I don't unless it's like really bad. I don't notice it because I didn't even notice it in Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> the second one or the first yes, one? The second one. Yeah, yeah. I know some people actually like took issue. I know there were like I know people complain about like the performance issues in SMT five, but. Uh, they were never like so bad for me. I, yeah, I honestly can't recall. I can't recall anything. Maybe, uh, maybe with some animations in battle, I didn't notice. I don't know, but I mean, even then, it's if it if it's happening in battle, I could care less because it's turn-based game. It doesn't affect anything. Well, I mean, it, it can if it makes the menus lag, but whatever. I, I don't think. I don't think it would ever happen in that case because nothing's really like moving or animating that much. Yeah, menu lag does get on my nerves. I, I would admit mm-hmm. that. But yeah. off the top of my head, the only game that I've played on Switch that I noticed had had visible performance issues was Pokemon Scarlet. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That was that, that was a mess from my and, and so. even then, it's like, well, I'm I'm having so much fun running around on this lizard and catching stuff that I don't even care. Yeah, I mean, the same with that one. It's like this is some of the most fun I've ever had in Pokemon. I don't care that it has these little issues. People screaming on uh, Twitter about how Game Freak is lazy and how dare they put out a subpar game. (laughs) Do they they have any concept of how hard it is to get those games out on that consistent schedule? It's insane. They they, they really, God, they really should have, they really need to give those games more time, honestly, from what I I mean. Yeah, I, don't I think I, they will though. It's it's too much. They, of they won't. They won't because they're they're still selling like hotcakes. So so it's just I, like well, it's, it still that, works. And, so and, and I mean, once once they get a good 3D engine going, I I think it'll be better. I do think that more since P- Pokemon is on console now that it needs more time in the oven and not necessarily yeah. be a an annual release, um, and and put out like a, a Arceus or something to kind of help help give you give the Pokemon people something while yeah. they're waiting for a mainline release. Um, I I do think that they should out Pokemon games way too quickly for what the hardware can handle now. Yeah, yeah, it's just like yeah, it's insane too because like. Jesus Christ, are is everyone just playing all of these or <laughs> like do y'all, do y'all just not play anything else? Uh, like help put, put out a mystery dungeon game. I'll wait. I'll wait yes, happily please. for uh, a new mainline if you give me a mystery dungeon game to pad. I, I love the mystery dungeon games. You know um, me. I, I love a roguelike. I'll take it. Um. And anyway, uh, back back to SMT five. Yeah. Um. So this is still full price on the eShop sixty, but I know it goes on sale a lot because Atlas just loves dish at their sales. Um. You can also find it used for around thirty. 
I'd recommend about 30. It's fine. Thirty's not bad. Yeah. Me I mean, being the, the consumer I am bought the collector's edition, of course. Same. Same. <laughs> I, I just got I got for Christmas. It was just regular. It's not it wasn't any like unique edition or anything. I, I mainly wanted it for the demon compendium that came with it because yes, I I will fuck. sit I will sit and read the de- demon compendium in the game mm. for hours. And it came with the soundtrack too. Yeah. All that sounds um having the demon com- compendium for me was just like okay that that's all i want i'm probably not going to use this bag because i don't want it to get lost <laughs> just give me the book um that that being said uh um just just if you are interested in this game go, go into it knowing that you're going to get a weak story but if if you love uh SMT's battle system, it's probably the best the battle system has been. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, if, you've, if you're interested in SMT, I think this is probably the best starting point currently out there, because I still think Nocturne is going to turn most people, new new fans, away. Yeah, and it's not like Strange Journey is easy to get a yeah. hold of. No, and I mean, most people you're trying to get in the series are probably going to snub their nose at you telling them to play a 3DS game, sadly. Well, to be fair, well, to be fair, it's kind of, well, I mean, it's kind of, I feel like four might be a hard sell just because it's, st- it just starts out brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Four, I had trouble with that first boss, even on easy. Mm. Yeah. Um. Oh, or, you know, just start out with Persona. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. No. no, starting out with Persona is, it's, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. And then just if you, if you out- love that battle system and you want... I'd say something more crunchy, a crunchier RPG, then you can try this and then kind of branch off from there. Yeah. I really wish that they would give us another thing like Strange Journey, though, because that game, I I, I, want to go back and play that game now. Just think about it. It's just, to me, that's that's what i'd like to see them do with the series is um, just go go away from tokyo just give me weird black hole world please thank you mm-hmm. I, I mean the switch has no shortage of first person dungeon crawlers it's true but i don't really want that i want you, them i want, you want to mix yes i want this with that Mm-hmm. Okay, so so you want this the weird strange journey plot? Yeah, with this open world. Exactly. Like I, I don't. I, I know there's a lot of first person dungeon crawlers. I think those are still too niche for them to go back go back to with the main yeah. series title. I I can see that. Um, that being said, if they, if they did do first person dungeon crawler SMT, I'm not going to complain because I I mean I, I wouldn't either. There's and really a lot of the ones that have come out these days I think are terrible. <laughs> So I would love Atlas to do some again, because uh, uh, the ones they made on the 3DS are just the best. So before they do any first-person SMT, I want another goddamn Metrian Odyssey, because you put the yes, collection please. on there. You, you made it, made the BAP thing work with the collection. I missed that series so hard. <laughs> That to me is like the gold standard for first person dungeon crawlers. Like I loved that series so much. It made me go out and buy so many terrible first person dungeon crawlers <laughs> that I absolutely hate. Oh God. I, I, I need that to come back. I, I dug Thankfully, out my Vita again and tried to play more dungeon travelers too. And I just can't with that. 
<laughs> thank we're, God. We're, do- we're going to be doing a Dungeon Crawler episode next year at some point. And didn't we, didn't we have a funny name for that? Uh, I wrote. I think I wrote it down, but I can't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not seeing it. I wrote down venting about dun. Oh, du- venting about dungeon crawlers. Dungeon crawlers <laughs> delight. <laughs> yeah. I'm- so, so I, I think we're going to have a brief musical interlude with some uh, bat- battle music from SMT5, and then we're going to come back with the roundtable. So we will be right back. Back to RPG Backtrack, where we are now getting into the roundtable for SMT5, Shin Megami Tensei 5. Sorry, I shouldn't be using the acronym. Um, t- talking about our, our favorite things from the game, our, our personal experiences. Um, that that being said, was there any memorable moments for you guys from the game? No. <laughs> uh, 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 I do remember in Chioda, where where you have to like where you're blocked from from getting to the that area by that fire demon guy. Yeah, I remember like okay, I remember when I go to when I went to fight him, I was like okay, so he's fire, so obviously he's gonna be he's gonna be weak against ice attacks. And I, I felt so right for right when that turned out to be true. <laughs> Um, I mean, for me, in a, in a very negative way, unfortunately, was that choice at the end where when I realized, well, this is how you're going to handle the ending, huh? Yeah, yeah, just choices <laughs> you know? just do not matter, really. <laughs> and I, I remember messaging Anna because she was playing it at the same time. And I was like, well, the good news is you're not going to have to consult a guide. Uh, the bad news is it's, it's just like, hey, p- pick an ending. <laughs> Um, like, like, be brave please be brave and just let just like let me live with the consequences of my choices yes mm-hmm. yes i love games that do that like just let me let me make choices as the game goes along and then tell me you know you know how much is. i screwed up <laughs> I don't mind picking from a menu when it's a new game plus for a game like, say, Tactics Ogre, where you could go back to various branching points and do the other path. Yeah, right. If they would have had that choice in a new game plus or let you reload your save file and be like, okay, here's the, the breaking point, then it wouldn't have pissed me off so bad. And, and I, I apologize that I keep harping on this point. It's just if you've played the other games in the series, you'd understand why it upset me so much. I'm talking to the audience here. Yeah, like this, this is the main feature of the series. This is supposed to be yeah. these morality choices, not just, yeah. hey, which morality would you like to go with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it doesn't feel like you're even role playing then because it's like, yeah, exactly. 
Um, go, go ahead. Yeah, it's like when I heard. Yeah, it's like when people describe the ending of of Mass Effect Three as like, oh, do, which color are you picking? Yes. Oh God, that's a perfect comparison. <laughs> See, I never uh, finished Mass Effect Three, so I didn't I mean, get to that. I, I only got up to like maybe an hour into Mass Effect Two, so I just I just know I just know I just heard about some shit. Yeah, it's not good. It's basically this. Which ending would you like? <laughs> Uh, um, but at least in the case of Mass Effect 3, all the story beforehand is good. <laughs> and your choices do affect the story. You know, maybe not the ending, but they do affect the story. <laughs> yep. So, um, did, well, did any of you guys have a favorite character? Uh, the the blue hair. Yeah. <laughs> the, blue the, hair. the blue hair is the best character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That uh, flowing hair just. Just so expressive. Uh, I was I'm just going to say, uh, on memorable moments, I think seeing cool demon designs were, are my were my most memorable moments. Nothing story related. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh, that's like that's a like a zombie thing in two parts, and you can see like the guts hanging out. That's uh-huh. yeah. that's pretty gruesome and cool. Oh well, God. I, I sure do remember uh, that fucking one girl who who seemed like they were setting up something interesting, and then up, uh, nope. Yeah, I I'm having a hard time thinking of the name of it now. But one one of the early demons that looks kind of like a imp or something. I don't, I don't know how to oh, describe yeah. it. And I, yeah, that, um, that that imp. N- noticing that they had uh, dongs for the first time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't think I noticed that. The ones that have like a giant horn that's basically their dong? No, this is this is something else. This is like oh. one of the very early ones that and I, I'm blank, completely blanking on the name of it, but they, they look like kind of purple guys with um k- kind of big heads. I, I know I'm being I'm being so right. descriptive right now and it doesn't help that I cannot uh. find a decent demon list, but see, seeing that they had a little dong and balls and being like, wait, have they always had that? Or is this a new edition? And I go back and look at some sprite work, and it's like, oh no, they've always had that. I have just completely never noticed. <laughs> no yeah. wonder uh, we didn't get those early games. Is it Freda? Freda, like purple purple guy with like two big red earrings. Yeah, right. something like that. Yes, yes. No, I just pulled this one up, and I wait. didn't even notice that. Oh wait, well, <laughs> but I I'm can gonna, see it now. I'm gonna look this up. Wait, it's Preta. P R E T A. Wait. Preta. Let me look. Yeah, those. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, sticks out like a sore thumb. Uh, no pun intended. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> see yeah, I see it. Yes, I see it. Can't, I can't unsee that. it now. I never noticed it before, and now I cannot unsee it. Yep. So now that I've ruined uh, this game for everybody, <laughs> where they're going to notice this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I could not come up with a favorite character. Um, everybody was just so vapid. I, thought, I, 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 I guess I mine would be Nahobino for their design alone. Yeah, the hair. The design is great. That was a good design. Um. So so. What, what alignment did you, did you guys pick at the end? Well, I say, Ryan, did you pick? Because uh, Wheels hasn't finished it yet. I apparently picked Chaos. Yeah, I, I picked the neutral ending, but apparently I was Chaos aligned. Okay. Um, I, f- I forgot what entailed in the Chaos ending. I think that was getting rid of God entirely. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mainly because I did, I feel like the theme of the SMT series is a dethroned god kind of 
series as as a me and Anna have joked numerous times. Uh but I I do kind of regret not not going and finding the hidden one. I mean no, the hidden no. one is literally we're gonna genocide all demons, basically. Oh, that doesn't seem good. <laughs> Especially because like the because a lot of the requirements require you to like interact with them. So it's like so so going like okay, it's just genocide all of them. It's just like did uh-huh. did no one did no one did none of the writers look at this? Did no one look at this and see that this was just weird for no reason? And I I have to admit, uh, so, sorry, I don't remember what I was talking about. No, never mind. I had a brain I had a brain fart mid sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I I probably would have picked law. I guess at the end of this, I don't know. Yeah, I think Law was having one god. Yeah, depending on how annoyed with the story I was at the end of the game, maybe I would have picked the one that would likely end in ultimate destruction of some kind. <laughs> um, so, so do you guys have any special memories associated with this game? Mine was just playing it with Anna. <laughs> Uh, I streamed this game a lot when it came out, so people got to see uh, me fail at the first the boss in the first yeah. area yeah. multiple times I, in I, I do, whole, I definitely, hilarious fury. I, yeah, I was definitely watching a bit of you streaming that. Oh, so hard. And I never beat it on hard or normal. I had to put it on easy. Yeah, I, I fucking finished the whole thing on normal, so... That's, prob- that's probably the way to go. Like, I normally yeah. play Persona games on hard, because uh, that's just the sweet spot for me. Although, <laughs> the bonus boss at the end of Persona 5 Golden, I had to bump it down. <laughs> Wait, Persona 4 Golden or Persona or, 5 Sorry, Royal? Persona 5 Royal. Uh, yeah. That was- uh, but yeah, I usually... I usually usually play those on hard and it's fine and i started like that on this and honestly it was mostly fine it was just like okay i'm uh, mostly going through all these bosses and stuff and then get to the last boss there and it's just like did, did i miss a section <laughs> was i supposed to do more here like what's going on <laughs> Yes, I guess probably a bit harder. Entertaining, entertaining people with my failure would be the big memory. Yeah, it's it's. I feel like I imagine it's a little hard to balance this stuff when you when you have to account for okay. So 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 we so we have do we have to account for people who are doing the side quests or it's interesting because I actually checked how long to be and apparently the average for just doing the main story was like forty five hours and I'm like, I mean. Like if you if you can do it, cool. But like, I'm not sure how. Uh, basically, just mainlining. Um, I, I'm sure. Yeah. Easy, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Part of my yeah. most of my seventy hours was just running around. Mm. Yeah. When when okay, when you say seventies, are you going by your save file or or the the switch? My that, my save file. Yeah, I think I think I was like sixty eight something, sixty eight hours on my save file. The the, the timer on my switch the switch is like ninety. Because, oh, yeah, because yeah. Sometimes it counts uh, when you're have it in sleep mode, which is kind of annoying. Um, uh, no, no, no. I th- I think there was just accounting for the times I fucking got my ass kicked, and then ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Of course, yeah, I, I, I'm old, so there's several times where I just make myself to get myself to a save point and then take a quick power nap, and sometimes that inflates the time like, <laughs> quite a bit on some of my it, games. It, it, hmm. um, you remember, I, I just, 
Yeah, you okay. remember to put it in sleep mode, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. so, sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm so tired. It's like, I'm, I'm just going to get to a safe point and stay, stay here for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it has nothing to do with the quality of the game. I've, I've had games that I love that I take, take a nap through. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like, oh, God, this couch is so comfy and I'm so tired. I, I blame the cats. Like my, my cats are too cute and cuddly. They yeah. they caused me to pass out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I did remember another key memory. Then I think I might have said this already. Was uh, saying that there was a safety mode. I think in our staff channel and poor Jervon who reviewed the game was like, wait, really? Because he, he had struggled in easy mode. <laughs> and I I said, well, you you probably didn't know because you had to download it after the fact. Um, and I don't think that that mode it, came out until after the game released. It, yeah, it, I, yeah, I don't think was, so. Was that, I that was, wasn't that day one DLC or? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because they had that and the boost DLC and then yeah. I think and then, the Demi Fiend DLC. Yeah, I think the Japanese audio track was also that. Um, I, I think it was rather annoying that the Japanese version had all of that boost stuff in a, in a bundle and we didn't. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. So I had to buy, buy all of it individually. Hey, <laughs> hey, Nintendo, do you do you know how much money I would blow on your store if you actually had a cart? <laughs> that would be nice. I, I, I'm just saying. I, th- I feel like that's a bit of an oversight on Nintendo's part. Yeah. It's like like some, some of those sales would be like, oh, this is a dollar. Oh, this is a dollar. And rack up like $20 worth of stuff. And then check. I do that on PSN all the time, but my wish list on PSN isn't nearly as huge as my Switch was wish list. Just uh, pointing it out to Nintendo, leaving money on the table, but that's okay. Um, and I, I think that's a show, our, our final show for 2023. Mm. Um, next year is going to be exciting. We've got there's a bunch of games eligible: uh, Triangle Strategy, uh, Elden yes. Ring. Um, I, I went through this with Josh the other day. Now I have to. Oh wait, no, 2022 RPGs. My God. Mm. Uh, Pokemon Arceus, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I need to get someone else to play Yokai Watch 4. Oh, yeah. That would be one we could do. Yeah, um, the Vo- Voice of the Cards trilogy. Oh, well, oh, we already talked about Sunbreak. Never mind. <laughs> um, lots of cool stuff, and we might be bringing up some past games, too. Like I said, we got our, our dungeon crawling uh, support session. I can't <laughs> wait for that. I have so many complaints. <laughs> Um, excluding Mary Skelter, because at some point that's going to be its own show. Uh, I've heard that's one of the good ones, so I should play that at some point. Yeah, yeah, those are actually really good. Um, but yeah, lots of exciting stuff to talk about next year. I, I cannot wait. Well, that being said, thank you, Wheels, for hanging out with me tonight. And you too, Ryan. And also, uh, Matt going on his cruise, he had to be a little bit early because um, he, th- he said that he's got to like pack the whole house in 24 hours. Mm. I, I Having been to Japan this year, I know that feeling. Um, right. And th- thank you, listener, for hanging out with us all year. Um, we are going to be back uh sometime in january with show 300 um should i spoil it or should i tease uh just spoil it uh mario rpg yeah basically doing the first show all over again um and and even though it's technically for the older game yeah um we're counting the remake (laughs) mainly because (laughs) i have that on my christmas list right um 
I, I cannot wait to talk about that game and get into my my memories for that game because my god, that that was a nostalgia trip. Oh, you haven't played the remake yet? Oh, not the remake. No, I've played the original one about a billion oh, you're, times. You're going to have so much fun. Awesome. <laughs> I burnt through in a week just because <laughs> I was having so much fun. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's good because uh, I I bet or Friday I get off work on Friday and basically have uh, time off until the new year. Nice. Um, yeah, burning all that vacation time at the end of the year. So, um, th- th- thanks, listeners, for hanging out with us. Uh, we will catch you in 2024 and have an excellent rest of your day. Bye bye. Bye bye.